Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market uh, trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared uh, as we can be for today's trading opportunities. Now, we had an interesting development yesterday um, with US job numbers. We saw a bit of an interesting reaction uh, from these markets and um, I'm referring a little bit more to the bond markets and, and what they're suggesting in terms of, uh, I suppose, risk profiling. Um, so let, let me sort of go through it in a little bit more detail so you get a little bit of a, I suppose, a backdrop behind these markets. Um, we'll start, of course, with our risk warning, just uh, take a brief. And we've got some non-farm payroll due out again today. So it's likely to be quite a volatile event, although job numbers are, since COVID, have been really kind of a very, very messy news event um, and something that you can't trade with any significant predictability um however this month could be has the potential to be a little bit different and um yesterday we got adp numbers and they came in really quite strong or let's say a, a lot stronger than, than what was expected so that presents a bit of a problem um largely for the fed um so let me let me break it down for you in a little bit more detail and before i do just um in terms of all profitable traders, no matter what your approach is, you need to be able to determine which markets to trade. And more importantly, why are you trading those markets? You need to have a real sort of answer for that. And then it's really focusing on your entries and your exits. And that can obviously, um, that's your trading strategy as such. Um, and what you use to get in and, and how you, what you use to get out and the reasons why you get in and out of these markets are, are uh, of importance. Um, how do you then manage risk? You know, what, what steps do you take? How much of your capital do you commit to each trade? And then trade management, when the market moves in your favor, you know, you don't want to give all that profits back. So you know, do you have some sort of approach in place that will allow you to, to take as much profit off as you possibly can? And trading psychology, all very important features. We could do, um, we could do a three hour session on each of these elements. So there's a lot to learn within this, but this is where, you know, we address these considerations every day in our live traders on a, on a practical basis uh, in terms of application. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our trading approach, uh, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so um, so let's 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 break this information down because um, you may have seen. In fact, let me show you price action first because I'm going to show you just this little rollover, just beginning of the year. Just we've we've come off 4,800 and now we're down at 40, 46.85. So we've rolled over 100 points, and that's not that's not that significant. But um, and and the Nasdaq as well has rolled over reasonably. aggressively let's say um now yesterday we were looking at these candlesticks and we were suggesting whether that this level in the s p would provide a little bit of support that was clearly not the case very very early on so we're actually looking for these markets to pull back into these support levels so you've got a 50 period moving average coming up and you've got the the, the 4600 level basically as a strong potential level of support because our bias right now is still technically to the upside. However, there's a few things that have the potential to change that, that kind of narrative. And you can see with the NASDAQ as well, 
you can see the potential for some support in around this little zone in here. And that's the trade that we're looking for is the uh, is the next trade to the upside. So those of you that were able to join our um, annual trade plan session, we're currently of the opinion of, let's say that we're positioning ourselves um, as market bulls, very much in line with the Santa Claus rally we saw towards the end of last year. Um, and um, uh, and we're expecting further continuation. Now, there's a few things that are causing a little bit of concern. Um, on the news front, it's um, it's the fact that we're not seeing any real softening across the, the US jobs market. Um, now, that's quite interesting because if we were getting that little bit of softening, it would kind of support the the Fed's decision or, or perhaps the it would support the, the, the Fed's sort of dovish positioning, which which we, we saw mid mid December. Um and it would support that idea that we are likely to get a series of rate cuts this year. Um, but already there is issues with that because if um, if employment remains really quite strong and wages are continuing to grow, which is the case, we'll find out again today, we'll get further confirmation on average hourly earnings. Are they still growing? Um, which is, it's clear that they are. Um, and, uh, and we've got inflation let's say not quite coming down, but certainly remaining relatively sticky. So we've got this, this interesting dynamic where the Fed are getting closer to where they want to be, but they're not quite there, but they've already sort of um, started to celebrate the fact that inflation is done. And a news event like yesterday, it just causes these markets to just pause a little bit and, um, and just question that that potential because the last thing the Fed want to do is start lowering rates and then inflation start to re-emerge. So the central banks don't believe that's going to be the case. We shall wait and see. Two years ago, they were talking about transitory inflation, which was a complete load of nonsense. So they can get it very, very badly wrong. So just because they say it, it doesn't mean it's going to, it's going to become a reality. Um, so now we've got um, these non-farm payroll numbers. So the question is, We've got the unemployment rate increasing slightly to 3.8. So the question we've got to ask ourselves is, are we going to get weakness in the, in the job numbers? And the numbers have come down previously, 199. Now we're expecting 168. And if this comes in in line with expectations 168 or below, then we'd probably expect perhaps a bit of a, a rally in the equity markets, meaning the Fed uh, can still stick with their dovish little plan and um, and start, you know, talking about lowering rates in the foreseeable future. And then we'll see uh, a positive reaction in the equity markets. However, this is the kicker. Yesterday, it didn't quite go to plan. Today, it might not go to plan. If we come in anything around 200,000 or above, um, Firstly, it would be it would be in keeping with this um, 
with these news events uh, over the last few years, you can see how far away from most of these um, uh, estimates we've been in this non-farm payroll number. We're very rarely that close to, to these numbers. Some, some of them are just outrageous. And you, they get revised up and they get revised down and, and the picture is not, it's not that clear. So the unemployment rate ticking higher. Um, we, we, we let, let, let's see what happens this afternoon. Um, so the thing is, what impact is this having on the markets? Well, we've now got the 10-year Treasury note, which is always worth looking at. We, we're on a bit of a downslide since uh, since the end of uh, October. We're up at 5%. We, we've, we came right down to 3.8. So that's a sizable improvement. It enabled the rally in the equity markets, the upside rally that we saw. I'll show you that corresponding uh, period. This is the rally that corresponded. So um, bond yields down, uh, equities up. And that was what we were we were trying to trade. We got into a, a few successful trades there. Um, so the, that, that piece of the jigsaw fitted together really quite nicely. And we, we referred to it as the Santa Claus rally. It was a nice little gift uh, from Jerome Powell to all his friends at Wall Street. Uh, and it, we could see that play out in the treasury markets as well. Now look what's happening. Let me zoom in and let me show you. Because of these job numbers and just generally the fact that these prices are rolling over uh, to the downside in the equities, we're seeing a bit of a, a corresponding upside move in the treasury market. So price down, yields up. And that just means that there is potential for risks to reemerge. Um, and that's quite interesting because are we going to break out of this, this kind of lower lower lows, lower highs um, type range. It looks like we're bottoming out now at this stage. So the question is, do we kick on from 4% and do these risks reemerge? In which case, the Fed can forget about pausing uh, with interest rate hikes. It potentially all starts with today's um, job numbers. So that's what makes it a very, very interesting event. Um, so just to be as clear as we can, when we're talking about US job numbers, if they come in in line with expectations, then the Fed are still on with their rate reduction uh, policy. If this number starts to come in significantly higher than the expectations, um, then it probably means the Fed will start to need to be uh, higher for longer, although they've said the opposite. So. We've got, to, we've got to really trade what, what we see in these markets and not what we hear or what we think. And uh, that's the difficult part of these markets as things go down. So those are a little bit of the market fundamentals. The economy is performing um, remarkably well. Um, and we're looking for signs of weakness. We're still broadly quite quite bullish, these markets, these equity markets, which is why we're Yesterday, we got to our trading desks. We didn't want to get into this short-term um, sell trade. We'd prefer to buy at slightly lower prices. So we actually want this market to continue to roll over to the downside. And then we can start buying at these lower prices because 
everything is still looking very, very positive. It's not like the wheels have come off and, and we need to, uh, you know, we, we can change our view completely. Nothing has really changed apart from a bit of upside uh, in, in the treasury markets, in the bond yields, a bit of early year upside sort of increased risk type dynamic. And um, the ADP numbers kind of helped that yesterday. And we're, we're just interested to see whether the non-farm payrolls will help the situation or will these, these markets start turning bullish. If they start turning bullish, there could be some great opportunities uh, to, to look to capitalize on. And that's what we're doing. We're just waiting to, to, to sort of get in. Um, yeah, the Dow Jones, even yesterday and today, really, we, we were up at all-time highs. We just kind of rolled over off the highs as well. So again, there, there's every potential for a bit of, this is on the weekly, there's every potential for a bit of a, a corrective move. Um, and that's what we're looking for. So short-term bearish move it seems as well this is now technically a structural failure trade to the downside so there might be a sell trade in the dax which we can have a look at this morning the Nikkei, we're just trading pretty close you can see the sideways pattern you know for the last couple of months it's um it's uh we're in this sort of longer term range but we're up at the higher end of that range um so in the sea markets we can probably have a look at that bearish trade. Um, the reality for us is that we're not really interested in the bearish side of the trade just yet. That very well may change starting with today's non-farm payroll, but for now, we're looking for the buy trade. So the next time we get that buy trade signal, uh, we, we're very likely to be in that trade. So yesterday we were talking about crude oil. Um, there was a good bit of discussion where we should we should get into these markets up at these highs the answer was no because of the technical setup we wanted this market to pull back which over the course of the trading day it did quite aggressively and then we kind of have bounced back so there is still a potential buy trade uh, in oil even though we've got tensions in the middle east between iran and israel and and that could really escalate and have a major impact on the price of oil. But you can see for now that we're quite, there's quite a wide range there, but we're very range bound. Um, so we don't really have an out and out green light to, to, to get stuck into it, but we will be looking very, very carefully and see if that's the case. Um, so gold, we've got the potential of a little bit of a bounce at these lows, but um, We'd prefer it to, again, come a bit lower so we could sort of st start buying uh, around the 2000 level, 2010, something like that. We're still a bit elevated. So um, there is this sort of higher high and higher low type dynamic to it, but um, it, it's really going to depend on how the dollar plays out, we, we would assume, uh, regarding gold. So, so let's quickly quickly flick through the, the dollar um we weren't really interested in buying any of these markets we, we we spoke about strength and weakness yesterday um the euro and the pound were strong uh, relatively strong the yen and the swiss 
were were very weak against the dollar. So the dollar was kind of in in the middle, um, not particularly strong, not particularly weak. Things finished even in the against the CAD, um, and then the dollar started to more of a late day move, started to strengthen a little bit against the Aussie and New Zealand. So how we can describe that is um, the the dollar was not particularly weak or strong for most of the trading day yesterday. And then as the day started to close, it started to turn a little bit stronger. But again, nothing really to get too excited about. And we're, we're getting these technical opportunities beginning to set up. So we could look to start to, again, it might end up coming from the equity markets. The signal for the equity markets to turn higher could be a good signal for us to start um, selling the uh, the US dollar, which means a buy trade in the Aussie at these lows. Um, you know, the euro dollar, we, we could easily just squeeze over to the downside a little bit more and start buying at slightly lower prices. So we, we've kind of have a bit of a plan. Um, if you look at the, yesterday we had a good rally in the euro yen, and there's a decent amount of strength in the euro, same situation with the pound. But you could put a, a little box around this and um, really we, we want to be buying above it. Uh, our bias is probably a little bit more to the downside than it is to the upside, just purely on the BOJ. So we've got a few decisions to make regarding these markets. So we're going to keep it, keep it relatively light. Uh, yesterday, we kind of wanted to... Um, just take a bit of time. There was no real high quality, high probability trading opportunity for us to get into yesterday. Um, the, the, the US oil was the one that we were watching closely and we're actually wanting the US indices to start rolling over so we could buy at lower prices. So we're just easing ourselves into the trading year. Um, yesterday wasn't a particularly sort of eventful day. So uh, potentially potential mild risk on market conditions. We didn't get those through from very early on. It started to look like as if the, the pressure was to the downside. And with the ADP numbers, you probably expect the equities to, to continue to, um, to, to roll over to the downside. So, so now we've got mild risk off market conditions. So the equities are looking a little bit more bearish now. Um, so we've got to decide whether whether we want to be really quite active in these markets. And like we <clears throat> we've got these opportunities setting up. So um, so short term uh, sorry short term indices. Um,
Um, okay, so. Okay, it's more of a bit of a heads up, I guess, today. Um, we'll, uh, we'll change that to red. So so really, um, our trade plan is based around this kind of, currently, this, this kind of quite a mild risk-off market condition. So we're very likely to get a short-term move in indices to the downside. We want it to, to roll over so that we can buy it at lower prices. Um, potential crude oil strength. So we'll see if there's a bit of a buy trade there. So elsewhere, it's just a bit of a heads up. There is some decent opportunities of setting up really around the dollar weakness trade. Um, so we just need to be um, so we need to be a little bit patient now and wait for those opportunities to set up. Uh, they're not really in a great position right now. And then um, do note that today we get US non-farm payroll numbers, um, which may be a very volatile news event. So the picture could, could, could change. And when we get these equity markets beginning to look a little bit more um, uh, bullish, when, when these bearish candlesticks start turning green, that could be a, a decent light for us to start to um, to start to phase ourselves into these trades. So it's it's kind of uh, just a bit more of a heads up type uh, trade plan today. We're going to look at these markets in a lot more detail and really identify where those uh, potential entries lie. Um, for example, in the Nasdaq, we're pulling back into really strong support. So we'll identify the actual price that we'd want to get into those trades. All right, then, guys, on that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us. Um, I've just posted a trade plan into the chat box. Just gives you a little bit of a, a snapshot in terms of what, what we're looking at. Um, not really interested in that short-term indice weakness trade, but if that start, starts turning green, we'd probably look to try and get into it at that point. So we're in a sort of a, a waiting phase at the minute. All right, then, guys, on that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us as always. We, we could talk about narratives all day. Um, the the non-farm payroll numbers are likely to, to impact this hawkish uh, or dovish Fed narrative, so do bear that in mind. Great stuff. On that note, guys, listen, thanks so much for joining us. We'll let you go. Um, feel free to um, to join us if you need. Just go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com, and we'll be happy to uh, to chat with you there through our chat box. <laughs> great stuff on that note do take care bye for now